Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl, a podcast that is all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. Hey, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm very glad you're here with me today. So I wanted to share with you all some of the most frequent questions I get asked when I'm either teaching a workshop to a group of antique dealers or I'm working with a one-on-one client. It's interesting over the years as I've, you know, conducted workshops for antique malls or for dealers that are participating in antique shows, or I've worked with one-on-one clients, you know, kind of, you know, that old phrase, the more things change, the more things stay the same. I really get asked very similar questions every time I begin teaching, whether it's with a group or with an individual. And I thought it might be interesting to share what I would say are the top five questions that I consistently get asked when I'm teaching. So the number one question is, is always kind of cracks me up. And, and the question is, is social media marketing worth my time? And I like this question a lot, even when it's asked in the context of a workshop where, you know, people have obviously, you know, shown up, (laughs) you know, to attend, or if, you know, I get an inquiry from an individual who is considering, you know, hiring me to work one-on-one with them, I always get asked, is social media worth my time? And I think there's a couple of, I don't know, fears or concerns behind that question. I think one of the concerns behind that question is sort of that visual image we all have of, you know, like the teenager, young person who just is, their head is buried in their phone constantly. You know, they never engage with people, they're always looking at their screen. And I think that's sort of a a stereotype that a lot of people have regarding, quote, being on social media. And what I always say in response to that is being, uh, you know, having the mindset of marketing your business on social media is a very, very different mindset than casually being on social media to, you know, kind of mindlessly scroll and look at other people's posts or enjoy the funny memes or whatever. It's a very, very different perspective. It's very thoughtful. It's very purposeful. And so um, it's not um, sort of the same, I guess, vapid, silly stereotype that a lot of people think of when they think about being on social media. So in terms of being a waste of time, it's not as long as you really understand what you're doing as a business owner, you understand how to utilize your time wisely. You understand your goal, your perspective, your reason for being on social media. And, you know, if all of those things are sort of at the forefront of your mind, then certainly it's not a waste of time. I think the the other sort of underlying fear expressed in the question, is it worth my time, is 
am I really going to see sales? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're all doing, right? I have two antique booths in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at two different antique malls. I also sell off of my dedicated website, thecuriouscowgirl.com. I also sell off of my Instagram. And so that is obviously my priority when it comes to the items that I am sourcing and wanting to make available to my customers. And so is marketing my finds, whether they are located in my booths or on my website, or, you know, I'm just posting pictures on Instagram, is it worth my time? Am I seeing sales? And the answer is absolutely yes, 100%. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. It is like most things in life that are, you know, kind of worth having. It is a marathon, not a sprint. But yes, I absolutely do see sales related to the efforts I make to market my business on social media all the time. And for me, the most effective social media platform is Instagram. I do also post on Facebook. That's just for me personally. I, you know, again, I teach and and work with individual clients all the time. And some people say, well, my best platform is Facebook. That's great. That's social media. We're just talking about social media in general. So yes, is it worth my time? A hundred percent. The next question I get asked always is, should I have a personal Instagram account or a business Instagram account. And I actually recorded an entire podcast really breaking down this question in detail. So I'm not going to get as detailed today. You can go and find um, that earlier podcast episode and you can listen to that. But just generally answering that question, I always tell people that it is better to have a business or creator account or, you know, whatever Instagram is calling it these days versus a personal account. There's a lot of reasons why. There's analytics that you have access to. Um, there's tools you have access to if you have a business or a creator account that you don't have on your personal account. And then also, I know that a lot of people have concerns about um, you know, a personal Instagram account that has a lot of posts that include pictures of family and I don't know, vacations or children or grandchildren or whatever. And that if you kind of if you suddenly start posting your business on an account that has been personal up until that moment, well, posts are permanent unless we delete them. And so there's obviously concern about the general public seeing those. So my counsel is always start clean, start fresh, start a business account or a creator account, you know, whichever one, and let your personal be personal. Separate those two things if you're able to do that. Hey y'all, it's Mary the Curious Cowgirl. If you are a dealer at an antique mall, perhaps you're the manager of an antique mall, and you are interested in training for your dealers on how to really successfully market individual booths, and then by extension, your mall more generally, please reach out to me. My email is marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. If your mall is within the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area, I'm available to teach in person. If you are outside of that area, then Zoom workshops are available too. Workshops include training on everything from content, content organization, images, captions, hashtags, tagging, and so much more. Email me at marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com and let's get a workshop scheduled for your antique mall.
The third question I always get asked, whether it's in you know a workshop or one-on-one or just casual conversations, and, and is actually a conversation that is ongoing among all business owners who are marketing on social media, and that is, how do I grow my account? How do I get more people to follow me? Not from a vanity standpoint, from the standpoint of um, sort of widening um, the net that I'm casting and making sure that more potential buyers are seeing what I'm posting on social media. So the very number one thing that that is like a whole um, lesson unto itself, and I will definitely be recording a podcast about this topic all on its own, but the number one thing you can do to grow your account is to consistently post. Whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, it doesn't make any difference. All all, um, platforms that are um, run by an algorithm, so that would include Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and Pinterest, every single account or platform that has an algorithm running the show behind the scenes It is going to um, work harder to promote your content if you are consistently putting new content on the platform. So consistency is the number one thing that's going to help you grow your account. If we're talking about Instagram, which again is the, the platform that I really see most helpful to me in my business, Instagram has been very, very clear with all of us that particularly in the year uh, 2022, they are favoring reels as content um, more than any other content you could put on the platform. And reels is what I would call an intermediate to advanced tool um, or technique for posting content on Instagram. It's something that in order for me to teach, I definitely have to do it one-on-one. It would be very difficult to teach how to create a reel in a group setting. But the CEO of Instagram, his name is Adam Mosseri, on his own Instagram account all the time is constantly reiterating the fact that Instagram is going to promote reels more than any other kind of content. So if you want to grow your Instagram account, you need to start learning how to create a reel. Um, If you are new to Instagram and, you know, obviously reels is kind of mind blowing because there's a lot of elements to it. What I always tell my um, workshop participants or one-on-one clients who are kind of beginning uh, posting on either Instagram or Facebook, but in this case, Instagram Start filming video. Every object that you have for sale, you can take a picture of it and you can also take a video of that same object that you are selling. And that video can be your content that you post on Instagram or Facebook. Um, All platforms favor video over still images. Um, And so kind of get in the habit as you're, you know, whether it's in your booth at an antique mall or you're getting ready to do some marketing for a, maybe an antique show that you're participating in, or you're just selling out of your house. All of us know how to take pictures, still images of what we're selling, but get in the habit of every time you take a picture, go ahead and pick the object up or, you know, do a flyover with your camera and do some video also and start using that content as much as you use still images. And um, I think you'll see, again, with time, growth on your account. 
in related news, <laughs> question number four that I get asked all the time is how often should I be posting? Um, you know, can I, is there a too much or too little? So let me kind of answer that question in a couple different ways. Uh, consistency is the number one factor in determining how successful you're going to be on any platform. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, doesn't matter. You need to be consistent. Consistent means different things for different people. We all have different lives. Some of us, you know, whatever, have different bandwidths. And so I can't tell you what consistency is going to mean for you. Only you can determine what consistency means. Is it once a day? Is it, you know, twice a week? Is it three times a week? I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer that. But whatever the answer is, you need to keep up that pace. Um, you know, I'm a super A. I always say this in my workshops to people. I'm a real A-type person. And so, you know, my, when I have received that similar advice or training in years past, I, you know, my reaction will always be, well, obviously, I'm going to post seven days a week. Well, I mean, back then, there was no way that I could keep up with that. I do do that today, but I've been doing it for a long time. In the beginning, I, I didn't have the time or the understanding or the ability to curate and organize content in the same way that I do now. And so I always advise people, you know, err on the side of maybe um, infrequent, you know, not as frequently so that you can keep that pace up. You can always increase. Increasing is never a bad thing. You just don't want to decrease. You know, whenever I go and look at someone's account, whether it's an individual who's hired me to help them or I'm going to teach a workshop, I always go and look at the account, um, whether it's the mall or the antique show or the individual before I begin the work. And I always look at the very first thing, how frequently are they posting? Because all of our posts are, t- are date stamped. So I can look and see, are they posting every day, once a week? Did they post three times in one week? And then they didn't post for three months. That's information that I can use to kind of help guide a mall or a show or an individual in sort of turning that ship around and heading in the right direction. So you definitely need to be posting consistently. I have had people ask me, well, should I be posting two or three times a day? And my answer to them is this. I want you to think about yourself as you look at Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And let's say you're following an account and they are posting so much that it literally makes you annoyed every time you see your post. I'm sorry, you see their post. Well, that's your answer. You don't want to be annoying. You know, you don't want to wear people out. There's a fine line between, you know, between being enthusiastic and being needlessly aggressive and irritating, right? So I think you need to kind of find the happy medium. I don't think you need to post more than once a day um, because I think you could potentially become annoying and nobody wants to do that. I'd rather see you channel your energy into posting three or four times a week than twice a day and having half of your followers unfollow you because, you know, they cringe when they see your posts because they're so frequent. Okay. All right. The, the last question that I get asked a lot is how can somebody work with me? So a couple answers to that. If you are a dealer inside an antique mall, then I'm going to encourage you to talk to your manager about ho- having, um, having me come and teach a a workshop to a group of dealers. Um, Usually I will hear from a dealer, an individual dealer 
And when they understand how I teach and, and sort of how that's structured, um, they find it usually pretty easy to find a number of fellow dealers who are interested. And a lot of times mall managers will even you know pay for a workshop on behalf of the dealers who want to come do that. You know, it's to the advantage of the antique mall to have more dealers posting, individuals posting, um, also, or, or marketing on social media, also by, um, you know, by extension, is marketing the mall itself. And we all know that when somebody walks in an antique mall, they're going to go up and down every aisle. So just getting those feet in the front door is kind of half the battle. So if you're a dealer and you're selling within the context of a group setting, an antique mall, for example, then reach out to me via email, marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com or have your mall manager reach out to me. The same thing applies to antique shows. Antique shows are a little bit of a different animal, obviously, because they're very date specific. Um, But I don't ever think it's a bad idea for show promoters to encourage their dealers to market the show ahead of time and then market as much as they're able to during the show. And if you're a show promoter and you would like to offer that to the dealers who are paying to participate in your show, then I would love to visit with you. If you are an individual dealer um, or you own a brick and mortar or whatever, and you want to work with me individually, I absolutely do that as well. Email me, marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. I'm happy to visit with you about your needs and how I can be of service to you. All right, I hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon.